Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing with Matthew. We're in the 25th chapter of Matthew. And I want to go back and read the previous verses from the previous episode. This is the 31st verse through the 33rd verse of Matthew 25. Jesus is speaking, so listen carefully. He says this, But when the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. And so we looked at that, those verses in a previous episode. So Jesus is given a picture and he's showing what's going to happen uh, with him. The Son of Man is going to be sitting on his throne and all the nations will be gathered together. That's really, really important. Okay, It's the nations. It's not Israel. It's not the Jewish people. It's not the church. The nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate them like a, a shepherd does. He's going to put the sheep on the right and the goat on his left. Now, let's see what happens with this. As a matter of fact, today we're probably just going to look at one verse and then a bunch of other verses, uh, corollary to that verse, okay? The next verse says this, verse 34, Jesus speaking. Then the king will say to those on his right, that's the sheep, the king will say to those on the right, and notice it goes from the Son of Man to the king. It's the same person as Jesus himself is going to be doing this. He's going to say this to those on his right. Come, you who are blessed by or of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, I'm sort of taking these verses slowly here because... Uh, particularly this verse right here, but these are so important for understanding what's going to happen in the last days and even beyond that, and really understanding what the Lord has done for mankind. There's so much misteaching, there's so much incorrect teaching, and a lot of times the incorrect teaching comes about because um, the teacher, the preacher, or whatever, uh, doesn't have the full counsel of the Word of God. <clears throat> look what he says right here. He's going to look at these sheep, and he's going to say, Come. And then he's going to say, you are blessed of my father. Well, why is that? Because you are going to inherit a kingdom prepared for you. There's a kingdom prepared for them. And see, these are people of the nations. They didn't believe in Jesus. Okay? But there's a kingdom that's prepared for you. And get this, a kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. From the foundation of the world? Really, the idea being from since the conception of the world, since before the world and all creation was spoken into existence, that this kingdom was prepared for you. That phrase, foundation of the world, is really important. You see it several times in the uh, New Testament. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times at least you see it in the New Testament. Let me just read these to you. Here's what it says in uh, Matthew 13, 35. It says this. 
this was to f- fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Then there's a quote from a prophet here, okay? I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the foundation of the world. So that's uh, when uh, Jesus began to speak in parables, and there was an explanation of that. So we see that idea of the foundation of the world. In Luke 11, we hear this. Jesus is speaking. So that the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world may be charged against this generation. In uh, John 17, 24, Jesus speaking again. And this is Jesus' high priestly prayer when he's praying to the Father. He says, Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. It's an important phrase, is it not? Listen to this one out of Ephesians. Ephesians 1.4. Just as he, and that he, uh, is a God, he has chosen us in him, Jesus, before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. Notice that we are chosen before the foundation of the world. Now, I know a lot of times people get all bent out of shape. Well, that well that means this, that means this, that means that, all this kind of stuff. You just need to read the scripture and see what it says and believe what it says. And that will bring your understanding of God, your theology, your understanding of God into proper alignment. If you read the scripture with the agenda to try to make the scripture fit into what you think, it's going to be messed up, right? Listen to what's uh, spoken in Hebrews 4, 3. For we who have believed enter that rest, just as he has said, as I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. It's speaking of the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this passage right here is speaking of how we have as believers our Sabbath rest in the Lord. And this was before the foundation of the world. Listen to Hebrews 9.26. Otherwise, he would have needed to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the consummation of the ages, he has been manifested to put away sin <clears throat> by the sacrifice of himself as uh, showing the fact that Jesus only died once and didn't have to die every day for everybody before the foundation of the earth this was determined this was known listen to first peter 1:20 for he was foreknown before the foundation of the world but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you, speaking of the Lord Jesus and what he did for us. And then there's a couple of verses here out of Revelation. Revelation 13, 8. All who dwell on the earth will worship him. Speaking of the man of, well, anyway, everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. (laughs) Can y'all hear the garbage truck out front? (laughs) It sounds like French police. It's the garbage truck. Don't worry. So what's being said right here? Everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. Find out that the names of the people in the book of life of the Lamb, the Lamb's book of life, were written before the foundation of the world. And there's others that were not written before the foundation of the world. Yeah, I know. It sort of messes up your theology, doesn't it? (laughs) Then the last one, Revelation 17, 8. The beast that you saw was... And is not, 
and is about to come up out of the abyss and go to destruction. And those who dwell on the earth, whose name has not been written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, will wonder when they see the beast that he was and is not and is to come. <laughs> That's a great verse, isn't it? So what are we seeing here? We're seeing that the Son of Man is going to be sitting on his throne, back to Matthew, and he's going to separate the nations, sheep on the right, goats on the left. And he's going to look at these sheep, and he's going to say, Hey, come, you are blessed of my Father, because you're going to inherit a kingdom. And this is a kingdom that's been prepared for you, and it's been prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, the next few verses, Jesus is going to give a lot more understanding and detail as to why this is happening, how it's happening. For right now, rejoice in that. And then rejoice in all these truths that we've seen right here about the foundation of the world. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.